morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. And uh, I know that I am starting the devotions a little earlier than I normally do, but uh, i got some things going on today I've got to take care of. So uh, that's why I'm having to, to go about it a little earlier than usual. Uh, 6.45, normally I do about 7 or 7.15 each morning. And so I apologize uh, uh, for, the, uh, for, for doing it getting off our schedule I know everybody wants to be consistent and i've always, i've had people send me messages as you know when when do you play these because there's some days I, I can't get to it till 7 30 or there may be some days like today i may have to do it earlier so you know it just I, but i do my best to usually try to do these around 7 to 7 15 a.m each morning so um, i apologize for that but uh, nonetheless hope everybody's doing well today and having a great day and uh, of course it's a another uh wonderful uh tuesday it's a work day but hey uh it's supposed to be hopefully be a beautiful day it's cold out there if you haven't left the house yet grab you a coat because it is cold and uh i don't do well with cold and so but hopefully uh you will stay warm and uh, uh dress it's, a, it's that time of year where you have to dress in layers so you <laughs> leave cold and come home burning up but that's the way it seems to go but anyway we're going to look at um psalm 42 uh chapter 42 verse 11 and uh so if you have your uh bibles handy be sure and to uh to get those out and that uh, you will uh, uh, so you can mark these as I've always said and to read those and uh, uh, go back for reflection but anyway Psalm 42 11 says why art thou cast down O my soul and why art thou disquieted within me hope thou in God for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God and so uh, another uh, translation, of course, that's King James I just read. Another translation, of course, shows a little sad dog there. It says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And uh, I like reading these uh, different, um, uh, you know, different versions, if you will, uh, because um, it will, uh, I think, kind of gives more clarification. I like the King James but I think when you get to see something like this, you uh, you can see uh, a little more understanding uh, to the meaning of uh, uh, of God's word there. And so, you know, really, what we're getting down to the nitty gritty of it all is, you know, we see this: Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? You know, we have troubles each and every day. All of us have something that's troubling us, whether spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or physically. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't uh, mean to keep talking about myself in these devotions when I'm preaching, but, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been through a lot uh, health-wise, and I guess it's only natural to bring that up. And it's not that I've, I have arrived at some uh, spiritually enlightened uh, path, if you will. But, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, I think that God's allowed uh, some of the sickness and, and uh, things that I've been through, depression and such, so that I can use that uh, to encourage those around us. And uh, it's not fun. If you're chronically ill and sick, uh, it, it, it really plays on your emotions. It, uh, it can drive you into depression. Uh, you can be, uh, uh, the, the term that is used uh, 
broadly I use a little too much is you can almost seem like you're bipolar you're at one high for one minute you're real low for the next minute and you know it's I think a lot of these um, psychiatrists who want to label somebody bipolar it's a lot of times it's just natural emotions that that we have that God uh, has uh, put within us even God demonstrated emotion now I'm not saying that uh, uh, bipolar is 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 fake and that, uh, that that's not I'm not saying that by no stretch of imagination I just think sometimes it is just used a little too lightly and uh, and too quick to be diagnosed when it could be something else another issue that is going on but, you know, so I understand what it's like to be in depression. I understand what it's like to be in such a deep, dark place you don't see no way out. I know what it's like to be bedridden and you can't get up out of bed and, and uh, you just feel like such a loser and, and, a, and a, a auction robber. At least that's how I, I have felt. And uh, good morning, Mr. Keller. And uh, and it's tough. It's difficult. And that weighs on you. And you may have troubles in other areas. There's people that are going through divorces, those who have lost loved ones, those who are dealing with financial matters. You know, there's a lot of things that we go through that we uh, are troubled about, a lot of anxiety. And, you know, and I know I, I quote Philippians 4, 6, and 7 a lot, but, you know, to be anxious for nothing. We, we see that time and again. You know, it's very um, uh, relevant to be speaking about this uh, this morning. Uh, last night I was trying to sleep and in the middle of the night I woke up and just having a lot of anxiety in regards to uh, trying to make the right decision as to whether we should sell our home or not. Uh, my wife is struggling uh, with uh, with what we should do as well as I am because we love our home. We love where we live. Go praise God for it. But again, because of my health and, and her finding MS, uh, good morning, Donna, that her finding MS uh, is becoming more and more increasingly difficult to maintain a home with mowing and weed eating and, and with my breathing problems. It, it makes it difficult, but we're torn because we, we love where we live. So, you know, I was having that anxiety, is having the, that trouble. Now, to some people, they may say, well, that's no big deal. That may not be to you, but that's why we shouldn't minimize what somebody else is going through. You know, somebody may say, well, gosh, why are they so upset? That's no big deal. Well, maybe that isn't to you, but don't minimize the pain and the struggle that someone else is going through and the troubles that they're going through. So we need to keep that in mind and be a comfort to those around us, to our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And that's one thing that we can see in uh, in God's Word is the fact that um, uh, when we see that in Second Corinthians 1, let me get this pulled up here, Second Corinthians uh, 1, 3 through 11, that God the God of all comfort, that God is the comforter. He, you know, one thing that I was talking about Sunday evening uh, when we was talking about the ascension of Jesus Christ, one thing I, I failed to mention, and I meant to, but I got, I got, uh, but for whatever reason, uh, the Lord didn't uh, bring that to my memory, but uh, was the fact that when Jesus ascended, uh, you know, it wasn't a, he wasn't spatial. He wasn't, it was only, he was only in that one place at that one particular place in time. And, uh, but as he ascended, he also sent us the Holy Spirit, the Paracletos, that comforter, uh, that uh, uh, that helps us, that helper, uh, that helps us, gives us that comfort, to give us that peace that we need when we're going through troubling situations. And again, that's you know, God understands that we are weak uh, in our, our spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. 
He understands that. But praise God that Jesus is our advocate, that he talks to God on our behalf. And, you know, that's a great thing to know that not only did Jesus Christ uh, give his life for us, that he was beaten for us, that he was bruised for us, he bled for us, nailed to a cross for us, rose from the grave from us. And he wasn't just some spiritual ghost-like. You know, I, th I want to say, I was trying to think of the name of the... Uh, um, Oh gosh, I'm not, I think it's one of Pentecostals who do not believe in the that Jesus physically uh, arose from the grave and physically went to heaven. They think he's only in spirit only, and that, that kind of goes back to that Gnostics uh, idea that uh, it's only spirit uh, that is uh, to be uplifted and glorified, and the body is nothing. So it's kind of like that erroneous Gnostic idea that the one is Pentecostal wants to cling to. But Jesus was physical; he wasn't spiritual. That's why he. He appeared before the disciples, and he ate with them. He spoke with them, uh, doubting Thomas, touched the scars in his hand, so we know, and in his side. So we know that Jesus was physical, not merely spiritual. But when he ascended, he sent us the Holy Spirit at Paracletos to comfort us and help us through all situations. So when you are feeling troubled, when you are struggling to sleep at night, and emotions are getting to you, you're being troubled by things of your past, things in your present. You know, they're just, you know we, we have a whole litany of things in our past we deal with. And sometimes we can feel like the biggest jerk that ever walked the earth, but I promise you that you are not alone. And I think that's what the old devil wants to do. He wants to play on our, in our emotions and think, wow, you call yourself a Christian and you're acting this way and you're doing this or you said this or you said that. And, uh, and sometimes you may feel like, man, I must be the worst Christian in the world. I bet, you know, you, you look around and see some people in the church and you think, wow, man, they've, they've really uh, hit a level of spiritual maturity I wish that I could accomplish. Well, in a sense, that's one good thing because you have those like-minded believers. You think, man, you know, I want to be where that person is at. However, at the same time, do not compare yourself to another Christian. Just like as a pastor, I, that's one thing I pray, Lord, do not let me compare myself to any other pastors or any other churches. You just let me focus on the work you have before me and let me focus on that and do that with all my heart and soul. But realize that when you mess up, when you're feeling guilt-ridden, realize that you are not alone. There's none righteous, no, not one. And I'm telling you what, if you everybody in that church has, uh, or whatever church you go to, I'm not talking about a lot, but any church you go to or anywhere you go, that you are not the only one dealing uh, with whatever it is you're going through. You're not the only one who fails, feels self-defeated because you have failed in your walk uh, with the Lord. But as uh, saying, God sends the Holy Spirit to help us and to comfort us uh, through all trials and tribulations that we may go through. And so that's one great thing when we read these verses here in Psalm 42, 11, that, uh, you know, that, that God, you know, he's asking why, you know, why are you so downcast? Why are you disturbed? Why are you upset? Put your hope in Jesus Christ. Put your hope in God. He, Jesus Christ is your Savior. He has saved you from the trials of sin and death. You, have, are, you are overcomers. You are conquerors through Jesus Christ. And that should bring us great comfort. You know, it's either you can put your faith in your problems, and that's the biggest thing in your life, or you can put your faith in God, and the one who is in control of all things and all situations, who will take care of that. And it's so easy to focus on the problem instead of focusing on the problem solved. And no matter what it is you go through, you know, it, you know, even our 
our biggest problems are no big thing to God. And so, again, that's not to minimize what you're going through, but to realize that God's got this. He's in control. Whether we should, you know, just for me personally, deal with the anxiety of whether we should sell our home or not, uh, the anxiety of, of worrying about my wife's health or dealing with MS, uh, my dad, uh, him dealing with his nerve pain and damage he has in his neck, and, and knowing that he isn't feeling well, uh, and uh, uh, sometimes the burden of, of being the head pastor. You know, there's a lot of things in my own life that I, I have anxiety over and that I have to pray about. But just as I was laying there last night and, and, and struggling, and it just, I can feel that anxiety and those emotions rising, I just had to tell myself, God, I give this to you. This is yours. You will remove the burden. You know, you, and I don't know how many who are watching this has ever read Pilgrim's Progress, but, you know, here he was humped over and he had all those burdens on his shoulders. But when he gave that over to Jesus Christ, when he gave that at the cross, he could straighten back up again and he can breathe. And sometimes we need to just make sure that we are, are standing up tall and straight and we are breathing, understanding, and taking great joy in the fact that Jesus Christ is there to take us those burdens away from us, take our troubles away from us, that he is greater than anything that we may deal with. So don't let the devil rob you of your joy. Don't let the devil do... Uh, 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 I get out here in a second. For your anxiety levels to rise, don't let the devil have that kind of a power over you because God is more powerful than Satan. God is more powerful than your troubles. And remember that the God of all comfort, go back and read 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 11, the God of all comfort. Uh, I encourage you to read that because uh, Jesus Christ is that person, that uh, it, God Almighty, that uh, uh, will, will give you that comfort. Good morning, Angie. So let's take great faith in that and great joy in that. Uh, the old devil wants to rob us of that joy. He wants to rob us of that so that we are constantly focused on other things than instead of being focused on Jesus Christ. And if you're dealing with that today, if you're struggling with that today, that's when you, this, see, this is a battle. You know, I, have to, I, I say this all the time. This is a battle. This is a mental, emotional, and spiritual battle. And the only way that you're going to be a conqueror, a victor, is putting on the whole armor of God and, and keeping your eyes straight focused on Jesus Christ alone. We must put on that helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the, uh, the, 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 the sword of the Spirit. We must put all that on and go into that battle, but realize it is not your strength that you are relying upon. It is your dependence upon Jesus Christ who gives you the strength to endure and to persevere. And, you know, so to me, uh, when I start getting, have feeling those those feelings of anxiety, uh, those feelings of fear, those feelings of doubt, that I have to forcibly pr make myself pray. God, take this, take this from me, please, uh, to so that and fill me with your peace, with your joy, and that God of comfort will fill you and sustain you. And that's where we need to focus on because worrying, wringing your hands, getting upset about the troubles of life will not change a thing. But if we can put our hope and our joy in Jesus Christ, that's when real change can happen. And that's one thing I pray every day is, Lord, make me a better man. Make me a more loving, gentle, kind of forgiving man. Make me a better person because it's only Jesus Christ who can transform and change. And that's why we must constantly be in that state of growth into spiritual maturity, which you've heard me say several times before. But I want you to understand that that walk with Jesus Christ is growth. And if you're, and if, when you are stagnant in your walk, that's when you can be filled with those, even more so with doubts and anxiety and problems of this world, but we continue our focus and our walk with 
Jesus Christ, continue that growth in him, we understand and realize who is totally in control. You get a chance, go back and read Matthew 6, starting with the 25th verse, talking about uh, not to worry about the things of today. Uh, uh, but I'm sorry, don't worry about things of tomorrow. Focus on the things of today. Get out of here in a second. It's a great chapter that I've read many times over again uh, because of, of worrying and things that I've dealt with in my life. And that brings great comfort to me to read those to, and understanding that who is truly in control. So, uh, of course, our, our main focus this morning was Psalm 4211. But go back and read. I want you to read Matthew 6, 25 to the end of the chapter and read uh, 1 Corinthians 1. Uh, 3 through 11. Go back and read those, highlight those, underline those verses. And when you're feeling that trouble and anxiety, read those verses and you will feel more at peace than you realize. And that's a great thing people don't understand. When you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, yes, we will have trials. It doesn't mean that life's going to be an easy road. But we have that peace of God that the world cannot give you. That's why people are searching and self-medicating and doing these things because they don't have what we have in our hearts. We have the joy and the comfort and the peace of Jesus Christ. And one day, we will spend eternity in heaven and he'll wipe away every tear. And you talk about comfort, you talk about peace, you talk about a joy everlasting. That's what we get to look forward to is that hope in Jesus Christ that one day we'll cross that finish line. And, and I pray to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And there'll be no more worries, no more fears, no more death or dying or crying. It'll be, oh, it'll be a glorious day. And the way this world is spinning out of control, I think that time's going to come sooner than a lot of people realize and think. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We love you and praise you. Lord, I, I pray that uh, for myself and for those listening and watching uh, this morning, uh, to that you will fill us with your peace, with your comfort, with your joy. Uh, Lord, help us not to be anxious for nothing, knowing that the, that, that the spirit of fear does not come from you and that you are the great comforter and that if we put our faith in you, put our hand in that nail-scarred hand, you will help us to overcome anything that we may have to go through or deal with. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all of our children, teachers, bus drivers, parents who are going to school and get there and back home safely with any problems or complications. Lord, uh, just this morning, there was uh, people asking for prayer requests on social media uh, and all those written at church and the unspoken concerns. And uh, Lord, those who are dealing with death of uh, friends or family members, Lord, let your presence be known or felt. Let your will be done in each and every situation. And then I pray that you will strengthen and encourage us. Be with this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. Illuminate them and that they'll come to know you. Be with our president. And Lord, pray that you put a hate of protection about him and his family. That you'll lead, guide, and watch over him. That you'll give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. And that he'll seek you for all things. And Lord, we praise your holy name. Be with our police officers and be with our active military. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate each and every y'all watching this morning. Again, I apologize for, for starting earlier than I normally do. Uh, it it uh, just had to, had to be that way this morning. But Lord willing, maybe we'll get back on track tomorrow. But uh, one good thing about doing these videos or, or when I upload these to podcasts, you, you can watch or listen to them anytime. But uh, remember, don't let the old devil rob your joy. Make sure that your joy is full and complete in the things of the Lord. And only then will you be satisfied. But if you want to share these devotions, have friends or family might want to watch these. Of course, they can find me at DocYoung77S on Facebook.
Facebook. If they don't do Facebook, they can always do uh, Twitter at Dr. Matthias Young. They can follow me there or Dr. Matthew or uh, a young uh, D-man on YouTube. But here's the thing. Uh, I upload these. Uh, it's free. It won't cost you a thing. Uh, I upload these devotions, sermons. Uh, and, uh, of course, I'll do interviews uh, each week uh, with certain individuals and discussing their lives and what they're dealing with. I'll, I've interviewed Chris McIntosh, George West. I have Kerry Estrup uh, this week, next week Steve Mann. So I've got a lot of people lined up. It will cost you a thing, but if you go to the Doc Young Chronicles at uh, your podcast, Apple iTunes, you can uh, watch there. And uh, if you want to uh, keep track of things going on at Fountain Life Bible Church, there's our website, flbconline.com. So anyway, hope everybody Everybody has a great day, a blessed day. Thank you for watching. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.